You are now tuned in to the Too Funny Podcast. And we're back. Yes, we are. Well, off yesterday. We left off with a... You giving me bad advice about wearing earplugs to bed. Yes. It's a terrible idea. You have, I'm not sure if it works this way for everybody, but I know whenever I sleep with earplugs in, I have the most vivid, like, lucid fucking nightmares. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think this could ever be a product. <laughs> yeah. Where does, this market, where does this market live? Uh, Stephen King. Right. They're All the people of Maine. He'd probably, probably dig that shit like, oh, it'll help me write a new book. Right. He hasn't wrote one in a while. He could use all the help he can get. He could probably use the money. Go ahead, Steve. We all hit those. Shoot, I, I didn't know that fucker was been writing books since the 70s. Right. It's I didn't know. a while. Like I knew he was in the eight. I knew he was in the eighties and all that, but like with the movie Christine right. and shit. But I, f- I forget. I was on YouTube uh, like a few months ago, and I just saw him on one of those like sit down at a table type interview shows they used to have all the time back in the seventies. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, probably Dick Cavett or some other shit that nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, it was on there. It was like mid seventies. Like, fuck, I didn't know he's been in business that long. Been making millions forever. Yeah, him and Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. I remember what's that movie called? The Trial of Somebody, and like Morgan Freeman's in it. And the only he's the only reason I watch it. The movie itself is like pretty fucking boring because. There's no action in it. It's just him telling, like, how he ended up on death row and, like, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the movie, he dies. Big surprise. That's what happens when you're on death row and they, they, your symptoms to die today. You fucking die at the end of the day. Uh, right? Then you just have to, and you have to deal with the people saying, how you doing today? Right. You know how I'm fucking doing. I'm waiting on my last meal. And they better include the cyanide pill. I want my full meal. That's what I'd ask for. Mashed potatoes and the cyanide pill in the middle. I think they tried cyanide. I think they tried cyanide after the the lethal injection drug when they after England stopped selling America the lethal injection drug. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Oliver had one of his had a spe- had a, one of the, mentioned this on one, one of his episodes, but yeah, they're talking about they tried cyanide and they said it was so horrible to watch somebody die that slowly they couldn't make themselves do it again. That's fucking hardcore. Now that's rock and roll, yo. Then I feel like that should be the way they do it then. Because it shouldn't be some shit that, like, it's murder. Like, it's legal murder. It should be some shit that makes you feel that way. You're killing someone. 
Uh-huh. It shouldn't be easy on you. It's not easy on them leading up to that shit. And and you know what? That's basically the point that they were making with that episode of uh, this is this week tonight or whatever the fuck is the name of it. Hell yeah. It doesn't make it any easier for the person. It just makes it easier for the people watching. All right. Like, it needs to be easier on them. Uh Uh-huh. Because these other guys, I mean, yeah, that's the easy part of it. You just got to lay there. Right. That's the easy part, but the watching it, oof. Right? Yeah, no thanks. Give me a firing squad. Right, like, take, I want to go like on some classic shit. Like, bring bring back the guillotine if like I got get executed. Like, make it cool, make it like a public appearance. Like, I want to be remembered for some shit. Like, don't give me lethal injection. Y'all give everybody that shit. Like, I'm special. Like, chop my head off in front of a live audience. Like, make it classic. That's one of the things they never talk about when they talk about hanging people back in the day is how often their heads popped off. Right. Like, they're dropping you out of nowhere. Like, it doesn't just break your neck. Like, plus gravity equals, oh, fuck, when Uh the body is involved in the calculation. Mm -hmm. And the heavier you are, the more likely it was to happen. Right. Sorry, fatties. <laughs> if you're like 5'5 five, five and weigh 90 pounds, it's probably just going to break your neck. But if, if you're lucky. And weigh like 300 pounds, yeah, it's going to get real bloody real quick. Yeah, you're 5'5 five, five or 300 pounds. That has popping off. Start taking bets. Think they brought umbrellas? <laughs> Like at a Gallagher show back in the day? <laughs> yes. Give them the tarps. Right. We brought our own. We got here early and we brought our own tarps. We knew what we were in for. Right. Like, if he's 300 pounds and you're showing up to a fucking hanging, you, if you're in the front row, you should expect to get wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a funny way of putting it. Oh, in a dark humor way, but yeah. Right, right. You got to find some type of humor in it or it's just depressing. Mm-hmm. That's why I take firing squad. Right. It's gruesome for everybody. It's over in a second for me. And let's be honest, if you got 10 people shooting at you, you're probably going to die from it pretty quickly. Right, especially if, like, whatever hits you first is a good shot, like a kill shot first shot. Mm-hmm. If one person fucks up, you got you got, like five to nine people standing there all, you know, picking up the slack for you. Right. Like, yeah, you're probably going to get hit in the leg or someplace, but if if you're lucky, at least one of those will pop you in the head and it'll be done and over with pretty quick. Man, I'll be mad as fuck if I got shot in the leg. Like, you stupid son of a bitch. Like, just imagine you get hit nine times. Everybody hits you. But none of the nine bullets kill you like some 50 cent shit. And they have to reload their fucking muskets and shit again. Like, uh. I would be so pissed. I would demand to be pardoned after that. (laughs) Right, like, you tried and you fucking failed. Like, 
the execution went off. You just failed it. So I feel like that should be let go. Exactly. It's like, dude, I served my sentence. I did my part. Right. Some of you and point a bunch of fuck ups to finish the job. Right. And, uh, you know, like, muskets aren't accurate. You know, there were some times that they had to reload them shits and shoot again. Oh, hell yeah. They said that shit, even all the way up to the Civil War, the bullets went so slow, they picked up, like, bacteria and different, and you know, just different shit that was in the air. <laughs> that's, how, that's how slow it was going. And that's why they said anytime you were shot, you were guaranteed to be in, get infected, and that's probably what would kill you. All right. Like, oh, I'll be all right. I just got shot in the arm. Yeah, until you get gangrene. Mm-hmm. It's like, best case scenario, you lost that fucking arm. Right, best case scenario. And that's a shitty fucking scenario, because I like my arms. Right. You know, what's even more ironic than that, a lot of times, since medicine was so shitty back then, even after it ampu- got it amputated, the nub just got infected and they still fucking died. <laughs> right. Like, damn, I could have died with my arm. Uh-huh. No, that's going to suck. Right? He's like, not only did I lose my arm, but I didn't have to, and I died anyway. <laughs> oh, um, all that shit. That's like sitting through the DMV just to find out that you're not eligible for a license. Right. Like, you have a warrant that you didn't know about, and you've mm-hmm. there nine hours. And now you're arrested. Right. That, that'd be a shitty day. Nine hours at the DMV, you finally get to the front of the line, and then you go to jail. I guess this is kind of a poor comparison, since the other one was, you know, death. death. This is just a waste of time. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> That's right? Yeah, just ignore everything I just said. That was, that was a bunch of shit. We can just compare death to the DMV and like, that makes sense. Those are on the same level. Yeah, death and really inconveniences, they're about the same, right? To most of us, hell yeah. At least it is to me. It is to me too. I'm a little desensitized, but that's no secret to nobody. Right. Uh, yesterday, I was I was uh, taking my son to school, and I got stuck at a light, but it's one of those right-on-red things. So I'm just watching car after car after car go by as I'm waiting for my turn, and I immediately think, this is my version of hell. Yes. This minor inconvenience is what will torture me for all eternity, if there is such a place. I bet a lot of people, I bet like hell is like some personal shit. Like everybody's hell is different. Like for some people, it's being stuck at like fucking Starbucks and the internet isn't working, but you can't leave. Those two were, they're only like two paragraphs away from their screenplay being done. Uh, oh man, somebody fucked up. That's a lot of sirens. Right. I don't know if you can hear them or not. I, mean, I can hear them. Sirens are always loud as shit. They want to let you know they're coming. 
I don't know why. Every single day, it's the same shit. Somebody gets into a wreck. Slows me down. Every day. Every day. And instead of killing the fucker who had the wreck because they weren't paying attention, I'm the one inconvenienced by it. That's Texas for you. Yeah. So now I get to roll the window up and have a cigarette and a and hot box of cigarette. Oh, yeah. God damn it. What does he want me to do? Sorry, he was trying to commandeer my lane. Got distracted. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I just want to breathe again. So what what have you been up to today, man? Uh, not much today. Went for a walk. That's good, man. And don't did remind me of some. You did just remind me of some shit I'd seen a couple weeks ago. That like it was it was strange, but like there's really no other way to describe it other than strange. All right, I hate to I hate to cut you off, but I'm seeing the wreck that just held me up a minute. And I have to be honest, this is the, this is the best time for a wreck to happen. I can see it. I know where my finish line is, and afterwards it's going to be smooth sailing because there'll be nobody behind me. The silver linings. Uh-huh. That's, that's, the, that's the window God opened for me. So did the wreck look nasty? I'm sorry, what? More survivable. Say that again? Did the wreck look like somebody died, or did it look like both people like probably made it? Uh, I think they made it. I mean, they got a lot of. Well, they do have a lot of police on the scene, but it's only one ambulance, and they're still le- and they're still letting us through. So, um, probably not too bad. Probably yeah. a fender bender. Oh yeah. As usual. I've seen some shit. I've seen people like literally drive off of the my like, over four lanes straight off the bridge and shit. Like Which an erect to see. Yeah, that's some crazy shit right there. Happened to my cousin. He's got severe memory loss. Hmm. Like he more or less relives like Everything like a week at a time. Uh, he can't remember anything that's happened to him like past, like what happened last week. And then when a week goes by, like that last week is fucking gone. I'd be nice and shitty at the same time. Right? Like nothing could ever bother you because you're not going to remember it long enough. But at the same time, you will never, ever, 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 ever get anything done ever again. Uh huh. Forget about life goals. You're going to be memento. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, it's crazy. Even after all those surgeries, like, half of his face is still, like, sunk in. Mm. But that's what happens when you fall asleep at the wheel and drive 
of the highway. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. We didn't think he was going to make it, honestly. Like, they gave him so much blood. Like, his car looked like a fucking accordion. Hmm. That's how I know there's got to be a higher power. Like, he should be dead. All right, here I am on the scene. No, it's not that bad. It's a small little Ford car pileup. Bunch of bullshit. Everybody was probably on their phones. Probably so. So you, with all of those officers there, can one of y'all finish the job with these fuckers so I don't have to deal with this shit tomorrow? Um, probably not. They get paid by the hour. At least probably it's not the act. Oh no, they shouldn't get paid by the hour. They're most of those fuckers are salary. Right. Even though it's exactly like they get paid by the ticket. Mm-hmm. I know that shit probably just goes into a nice bonus. I forgot everything I was going to say today. It's like that. You go to sleep and then you wake up and you're like, hmm. Wing it. I should have wrote it down. Hell yeah. It'd be like that sometimes, though. I did have a conspiracy theory that I formed yesterday that I wanted to talk about. What's up? My, this app is technically my sponsor, so I don't want to talk about them too much. But at the same time, it does seem like whenever we get in the murky waters territory of conversation, the shit decides to shut off. Hmm. Right, I mean, think about it. Every time. Like, it's shut off. It's because, like, we're, in, we're starting to get into some shit. And we come back and it's like, what were we talking about? And then we have to take a few minutes to remember where we're going. And as soon as we remember to get back into it, it shuts off again. Huh. Well. All right. We want to test this shit. Right. I'm just kind of like, we might as well just see. How deep can we go before it shuts us off again? There's nobody telling us what we can and can't talk about. So we might as well get into some shit. That's kind of what I loved about Anchor is that nobody's in charge of it, really. This is a wild west of podcasting. (laughs) It really is, though. Because no one knows. Let's be honest. Other than the people you have listening to it, no one knows who the fuck we are. Right. No one. Nobody's listening to this shit. Surprisingly, like people are. I have listeners and shit. Like I find it funny. Like, huh? People are actually listening to this shit. Now, is it a fuck ton of people? No, it's like thirty people. But it's thirty people that turn in tune in to listen to us ramble off about random shit like we'll murder somebody. Right. But you know what I'm saying. It's like there's not millions of people, you know, keeping tabs on us. We're just sort of rambling on. Right. Like the blind guy holding up a 
came to the web sign and fucking movies and shit. Like, yeah, we're there, but no one's really paying attention to us. Nah. I mean, they but, sh- all right, let's, let's test this theory real quick. What you got? Well, I, I was reading somewhere about um, how many murders go unsolved. Mm, that's a good topic. Yeah, I, I figured if, <laughs> if anything would do it, this would. Because it was such a, it was literally like an eighty percent tile. They don't have solid numbers on this, but oh shit, that's high. Oh fuck yeah! Because if they don't catch you in the first forty-eight, and there's no real direct link to you and the other person, they have nothing to do. Get away! He's like, I'm sorry. This is this is turned into an act of God for us. Right, which is what's hilarious with technology. Like, we have all this technology, and still, to this day, it's like, well, we didn't catch him in the first two days, so fuck him, you got away. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we have nothing connecting the victim to anybody else. We have no evidence, and nobody saw it happen. Right. Like, if you, I mean, if you get rid of a person, as long as you don't leave a fucking mess, you pretty much got away with it. Yeah. Don't have a motive and don't leave a mess. You got away with it. Because they're not really going to take the time to look for you. They're just going to look for shit that you might have left. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest. I mean, if you think it out, yeah, when you really just start thinking it out, it's like, fuck, what would they have What would they have to look for? Right. If they don't, have, there's no, if you don't leave any evidence and there's nothing connecting you to the other person. They've got nothing. And even sometimes, like, they know who did it, but there's no solid evidence, so it still goes unsolved. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic. Yeah. Or even if there's a ton of evidence. We can't prove it, so enjoy your life. You're a free man. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. All O.J. Simpson had to do was hand over his Heisman Trophy, basically, and he got off. Right. And, like, I'll never defend O.J. Like, he fucking did it. He even wrote a... No one that didn't do some shit is going to write a book, what if I did do it? And in that book, say, if I was going to do it, this is exactly how I would have done it. And it match up to the crime? Like, no. Mm-hmm. You need to separate yourself as far from that shit as possible. Which is kind of dumb, but in one way, I just started. I just started thinking, it's like, oh, really? Was going bankrupt part of your plan too? <laughs> right, because he lost everything on that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes uh, back to jail for stealing a picture of himself. <laughs> like that's the worst way to go out. Like, dude, like you have a fucking phone. Like, take mm-hmm. the picture of you, but just look in the mirror. Like, you can see you whenever you want. I want to say it was like some memorabilia of him or whatever. But, but, yeah, but yeah, either way. The, at the end of the day, he has all the memorabilia he ever need. Like, he's him. Mm-hmm. What more do you need than that? Like, Chris Rock's not breaking up at his ex-wife's house if they ever get a divorce to steal back some shit that's memorabilia yeah. of his. Like, 
like, damn, that took my bigger. Or just remember, like, oh, yeah, I did that. Or turn on the mm-hmm. TV. Like, it's not that serious. It's like, oh, damn, they took bigger and blacker away from me. All right. You know what's funny? I wouldn't be surprised if he broke back in there to steal, like, a copy of Naked Gun that was signed or some shit. Right. That was a good day with me and Leslie. <laughs> Bitch can't have that one. Mm-hmm. It's not and worth it. Now he, and now he just sits back every night going, I did it. Right. Everything went according to plan. I'm bankrupt. A complete social outcast. <laughs> can't even go overseas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, you know he orders Uber Eats because he's not going nowhere. Oh, hell no. Can you imagine getting him through your drive through window? People would probably riot. Like, he probably wouldn't leave the drive through It would get so crowded so quick. He's like, dude, I left your food out in front of the door. Just pick it up. It's fine. It's on the house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Nah, he's probably all right. He's probably a cool dude. Right, like, uh, definitely a murderer, but probably a decent enough dude. I'm sure he got all that murdering out of his system back in the 90s. I'm sure he's cool. I mean, and it's not like he didn't have a motive. It's not like he's a serial killer. Like, he caught his wife fucking around. Like, any dude that caught his wife fucking around is at least going to think about it. Well, definitely think about it, but no, they weren't even together at the time. Oh, he crashed out. I ought to let that shit go. Well, I, I think she was fucking him over in the divorce. Oh, if it was some money shit, then I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I get it. Yeah. See that other motherfucker drive around in his car. Oh, that fucking eat me inside. Yeah. And. Uh, and I think that's why everybody was like, dude, you fucking did it. We all know you did it. Just say you did it. You're OJ. You're not going down for that shit. Like, just, it's all good, dog. Fuck it. I'm going to make another movie, another naked gun movie and get out of this shit. He, he should have. That's how he should have handled it. Because that's how most celebrities handle shit. They just go and do some shit people like and they forget about it or forgive them. Right, just turn it around on them. That's how I got away with shit so long. All right, all right. Let's just say that you were that OJ did make another Naked Gun movie. What scene would you have set up for him to make a joke out of it? Uh, I'd have to recreate a scene where he breaks into his house, but it's to steal like some really fucking stupid shit. Right. Like the DVD to the, you know, right, master right. disguise. Right, that's a good one. Like, she can have she can have the house, but damn it, not my copy of Master of Disguise. I got it signed. Right. And my Wayne's Dana World. Corby. She can't keep my Wayne's World. Dana Corby gave this to me personally. And she can't have it. <laughs> I'd probably have something to do about him having a pair of gloves that didn't fit. Have him drop a bunch of evidence. Like, I'm sorry, these gloves don't fit. Right. 
or the gloves fit, but he goes in there and like he takes the other glove and leaves the one he had. Like I'm so tired of wearing this fucking right glove or oh, the left glove. And then accidentally drops the right one and leaves. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do like a like a cutaway scene where it's like mice and men, and he's that big dude with the glove. Hell oh, yeah! Why are you only wearing one glove? I dropped the other one somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> At the same place he picked up the glove he took. Yeah. Huh. That's actually harder than I thought it would be. Oh. Nah, that's not crazy enough. He break in and like steal a locker, like his ex's hair or some shit. She can keep the house, but bitch is gonna wake up with a bald spot <laughs> and goes to prison for it. That'd be that'd be some bullshit right there. <laughs> I got a rip because I shaved his cunt's head. Right. They'd pop in the air were in the day, like you'd have to put that in a naked gun movie just to poke fun at the Me Too movement shit. Right. He sexually assaulted her scalp with his clippers. Oh, how, you, how the fuck did he sexually assault her head without his dick in place? Right. Dude, I just saw a story recently and, like, saw a news report. Like, this dude spent 28 years in prison because a woman dreamed that he raped her. And it took this lady 28 years to come out and say that it was just a dream, that, like, he never actually touched her in any way. That is so far gone. Like, having to deal with, and, like, you know when you did some shit and didn't do it, and, like, when you spent 28 years in prison, and you never even gave a bitch a high five, it has to fucking change you mentally. Oh, hell yeah. Like, dude, I'm about to go murder this bitch. Right. Damn it. I, w- I wish most rapists got that much time in jail. Right. It's crazy. There's people there's people out there that are actually raping people, and they're just out and about and free, and they go to court, and there's not enough evidence, and they're free. But the woman says, I think he might have raped me, maybe, I don't know, and that dude's locked up. Uh, she's probably a white woman. Exactly. And it was. And he was a black dude. That's what makes it even fuckier. Uh, do you know what state it was in? I think it was some state south, but more south than us. Texas is south, but like, I think it was like Missouri or someplace, you know, south. Yeah. Some someplace a lot of white people are even scared to go yes, to. Yes, Exactly. Like, oh fuck, I'm wearing a flowered shirt. Am I gonna make it out of here? Alive? Right. Like, my shirt has more than one color on it. Are they gonna beat me? <laughs> I'm gay. 
That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm not wearing a neutral color. Fuck, why did I choose plaid today? No, no, you're good with plaid. You might be good with plaid. They do like plaid. Yeah. It reminds them of the good old days. Where everything was plaid. Right. Shitty era. Where everything was either blue jean or plaid. Everybody was fucking tacky. You're either tacky or naked. Like, damn, that had to suck. Uh huh. Well, since I'm on the highway and driving, I'm going to talk about some of the rules of the road I have real quick for rush hour. I'm assuming a lot of people do this, but I make up rules. If you're working class, you get a pass. So if you're trying to get in my lane and it's stop and go, I'll let you in if you're in a working class car. Oh, yeah. But, but here's, my, here's my other rule. It doesn't matter what vehicle you drive. If you're black, I'm staying back and you can take the lane. Safe. And you know That's a safe bed. Huh? Yeah. And you know this is shit I'm really thinking about because I made up rhymes for it. I'm I'm black, and that's part of that's one of my rules. It's just say, like, yeah, it's like, racist I, to say like he's more likely to be ignorant and maybe like try and follow you home because you didn't let him in. But it's kind of true. It's not racist. It's not racist. It's, it's the only way I can give a little back. It's like, I don't have money for reparations, but I can at least give you the lane. My, for me, it's like, I'm going to give, it depends. Like, if they look like me, like, smiling, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> black, but, like, he's not, he might shoot you because you cut him off black, then I might let you in. I'll probably let in just because I'm a nice person, but I'm going to definitely let you in. Like, if you look like you have a gun and you're not supposed to, just because of safety reasons. But that goes with any ethnicity. Like, if you're driving and you look like you might have a gun with you and you're on probation, I'm letting you in. I'm not taking the risk of you following me home. Uh, for me, it's universal. It don't matter. People are crazy. Yes, they are. I look at fucking white people in nice cars like, you know what? Fuck you. Stay in that lane. You're in a nice car. Enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Enjoy not not getting the exit you wanted. Fuck them because they definitely don't have, they're definitely not packing anything. They They have a gun chauffeur, most definitely. This guy cut me off. I'm calling Francis. Francis? Well, it's not just that. I mean, if you're, it's like if you're in a nice car, I know you didn't do anything that day, really. Right. You probably sat in an office all day, bored of shit, but making fucking shit tons. Yeah. And it probably wasn't even all day. You probably got in at 10, had a half hour meeting, went to lunch, came back, had another hour meeting, then went home. Right. Like, no one's working hard and driving a Jaguar. No. <laughs> Those two things just don't correlate unless you work like construction. But even then, 
you're not driving a jack because you can't take that to a job site. Exactly. So you're still going to be in a truck. Is it going to be a nice truck? Well, yeah, but it's for work. You drive a tag while you're probably kind of a dickhead. More likely. And hell, lately I've been pretty uppity about trucks too. But I don't give a fuck what you're driving. That's a $60,000. Oh, yeah, you're a dickhead. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You drive you drive that as a costume. Pretty much. You're not driving. You didn't buy that for work. You bought it as a showpiece. Uh-huh. I was thinking about all of this before we started this. So I was right there on Woodall Rogers, and I just see a dude in a Mercedes that pretty much had a fucking laundromat in the back of his car. Just suits. Yeah, yeah, because you've seen those people that have like the pretty much a curtain rod in their back seat. Yes, and is he had like an entire wardrobe in there? It's like this is the suit I wear on for this day. That's the suit I wear for that day, and I wear that's what I wear when I go out for dinner. It's like what the fuck are you doing? Right, they're clothes. Just wear clothes. You don't have you don't have to have an outfit for every single thing. Right. You know why he has all those suits with him at all times? Sometimes he'll take two, he'll wear a suit and take one in with him. Like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom and come back in a different suit. Yeah. Well, like, you're an asshole. Yes, they are. Big time assholes. But I'm not a hypocrite. <clears throat> If I ever get to the point where I can afford to be an asshole, oh, best believe, I'm going to be a straight dickhead. And don't let me in. Like, make me wait, because I can afford it. I can afford to wait. And I guarantee if I ever hit that level, I won't understand it. I mean, I'm going to stay that way. But that first year, yeah, I'd go dumb. Like, if I got a tour and made, like, $60,000 $60,000 off of it. Yeah, that first year, I'm buying stupid shit because I've never had that much money before in my life. But after that, yeah, buying property and all that responsible guy shit. Men complaining about having to pay the property tax and all that other shit, you know. And then the year after that, you hire an accountant <laughs> slash lawyer who can get you out of all that shit. And stay on his ass. Like, I'd make sure he was white, and I'd fucking belittle him every chance I got and wouldn't feel bad about it. Like, don't you Wesley Snipes me? Eh, I'd only take him if he was white if he was Jewish. Exactly. He'd also have to be a Jew. That sounds I need, I need a certain look. Come on. No one wants an accountant that certain... doesn't have a Jewish last name. Yeah. I mean, I just need somebody with a certain level of paranoia. <laughs> right. But he's got to be more worried about my money than I am. If he's not, he's not the dude for the job. Exactly. I need him worried about my money, his money, and all the money in the world, and all the fuckers that may try to take it someday. Right. Right. Every time I buy some shit, he should be calling me, like, take it back. Otherwise, what am I paying him for? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like, Get your money out of this. They're about to start taxing the fuck out of it. Right. Thank you. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, you know, insider trading is only illegal if you get caught. Yes. And they're a bunch of 
bunch of fucking liars act like they don't do do that shit every damn day. Everybody who works in Wall Street is in on the end. They can't say that they're mm-hmm. not. It's part of the job. Yeah. And the hell is part of the job that we've all as a society have accepted for years. Right. We can't take it away now. <laughs> right. Like the American motto is like get it by any means necessary, no matter how many people you gotta step on to get there. That's literally the American dream. Like but like sitting on top of a pile of bodies counting your money. Like that's the American dream. Teddy Roosevelt said it the best right after they we stole the Waddle Canal or what I forget the I forget the name of it. Isn't that it? I think so. A big ass canal in Mexico. It's, yeah. I know it's, it's a canal. It. Yeah, and it's in Guatemala, and I want to say it's the Guadalcanal, Canal, but yeah, he said it best. He said we stole it fair and square. All right. And that's a direct fucking quote from Teddy President Roosevelt. That's pretty much the same shit that France and England said about the the fucking art they took from Africa. Like, we're not giving it back because, shit, we took it fair and square. It's been here all these years. Like, why should we give it back, like, when you guys weren't strong enough to keep us from taking it? Yeah, it's too late now. It's ours. Which is a fair point. Like, fuck it. Like, you got it. You got it. Might as well let that one go. Fuck it. Uh, it's a yes and no for me. I mean, on something like that, I kind of see it, but on a smaller scale, it's like, dude, you borrowed my fucking lawnmower two months ago. I want it back. Even though, like, in this situation, it's like we're immortal, and you borrowed my lawnmower 300 years ago, and, like, what the fuck, dog? Can I have my shit back yet or not? Uh, right. All right, here's something else I can say that may get us pulled off if we're – if. If we're still testing that theory, we are. I can understand why Russia. I understand why Russia wanted Kiev to Ukraine. Not a popular thing to say in America, but it was fucking theirs for like five hundred years before that. Hmm. It wasn't until after World War Two they lost it, hmm. and it was theirs for a really long time. And they fought really hard to get it that first time around. Yeah, did that make sense? Like. And come on, like this is America. Like we we were like bred from England, and what is England known for? Colonizing shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's in our DNA. Yeah, and hell, you can make the same argument with like England and Scotland and Ireland and all that. Whenever they wanted to split off from England, right. England's like, but we've had you for so long. Like, don't give a fuck. Like, honestly, the only difference between, like, what we do and, like, what Germany did is, like, Germany didn't get away with it. Like, they failed. That's the difference between America and Germany. Like, whenever we take over some shit, like, we succeed. Like, most of the time, yeah. Like, people wouldn't still be mad at Germany for the Holocaust if they would have succeeded. They'd have been like, oh, that's just some shit Germany did. Like, get over it. Like, how slavery is over here. It's just, and it happened, but that was a long time ago. Get over it. Uh, you're probably right about that. Right. Like, it's the same shit. Like, 
I hate to admit it, but you're probably 100% right about that. If the Nazis would have won, we'd be like, yeah, they did it, but, you know, it's, that was then. This is now. Right, right. It's not the same. Hitler's done calmed down. He's got what he wanted. He's a changed man. Yeah, like, those people aren't even alive anymore. Yeah, we're just all be going, dude, the people that did that aren't even alive anymore. Right. But then, you know, the, whoever's making that counter-argument would have a pretty easy time of going, yeah, but your grandfather did, and that wasn't that long ago. Right. Which is a fair point. It is. I mean, because hell, be We got to be mad at both. That's it. Huh? Right. Like, if we're going to be mad at one thing, we got to be mad at both. Like, Evil is evil. Like, evil can't be okay because we do it, and evil is evil because they did it. Exactly. You you can't be hypocritical. You got to be even to everybody. Right. What's that fucking... Injustice for one is an injustice for all or whatever. Right. I don't know. Put it on the boondocks. Hell yeah. Have you seen the movie The Boondocks? The Boondock Saints? Hmm? I guess it finally decided it had enough, right? Yeah. I guess when we started talking about racism and the Holocaust and slavery and shit, they were like, okay, we'll let you motherfuckers get big and some murky shit, but we draw the line there. <laughs> Don't let us go. Uh, sorry, Austin. The whole family came out. Ah, you're good, bro. <laughs> Uh, hey, do you mind if we wrap this up? Um, not at all, man. All right, cool. If we, stay on this topic, we're gonna, if we stay on this topic, they're going to keep cutting us off anyway. Oh, yeah. But, 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 yeah, let's do this again next week or some shit, man. That was fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Just send me a message whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. Cool. Till the next Take it easy, man. Definitely. Later. Later, man. Just a quick ad. For more content, feel free to follow me on YouTube, Two Funny Productions. Thank you. That will conclude this week's episode of the Too Funny Podcast. Until the next time, guys. Peace.